0: Welcome to True Independent Media, Real News Live.
1: everybody. Welcome to a special Saturday night special for uh, Real News Live. Glad to have everybody here tonight. I'm broadcasting. I'm trying to broadcast on Facebook tonight. So we'll see how that actually goes. Okay. Uh, I, I'm here tonight because I'm going to drink a beer, first of all. Um There was a video today put out, or it was actually a couple days ago, put out by, uh, Is an interview with this uh, Juan Osavin character. And you guys do know that I know him. Uh, At least I've known him in the past. He was a source for me and Richard Hoagland on Dark Mission about aliens. Um, And uh, he said a bunch of stuff today, or he said in this interview that I saw today, that's absolute BS. I'm on Facebook. I don't know if I can swear on Facebook, so I'm going to have to watch my language. Hi, Paladin. Yeah. That last show with, um, with Gen Jen was wonderful. So, um, Deanna Troy's here. So there were just a bunch of things that he said about Nasara and Jasara and cryptos and things that he's either completely ignorant of, or he's lying. And given the state of our country, and the people that he supposedly is connected with who are doing nothing about fixing the state of our country, I'm gonna say he's lying. That's my first conclusion. Prove me wrong. Maybe somebody can prove me wrong. I'm just, I've had enough. I've listened to this bullshit now from this guy for the last year. I know what things that he's intimately involved in and that we all wanted to believe in and that have not happened yet. And I just really, got sick of it, so I wanted to go over it. Now, one of the things we could do is listen to the video for a little while, but I really don't want you in here to listen to somebody else's video, so I'm going to go over it. He, he, talked about, he talked about this. Well, on the other hand, you know what? Maybe I don't want to misquote him, so maybe we will do a screen share and maybe we'll go back a few minutes and maybe we'll listen to just a few minutes of, of Juan spew his BS. Let's do that. Let's listen in for a sec.
0: Um, in taking out the Soviet Union, um, when the wall came down, it was 200 rubles to the dollar. So uh, that's inflation. Uh, it would take 200 rubles to buy when the wall came down, what it took to buy the day President Reagan left office. And that's, you know, you just imagine, you know, your you know gasoline going from a buck a gallon to two and a half bucks a gallon, uh, literally overnight or three or four. And the economy couldn't take it. That's what happened to us back in 2008 and 2009 uh 2007 really um when oil prices spiked suddenly and then that started to take the wind out of our economy here in the us and um all of a sudden you had a real estate collapse etc because uh fuel prices ramped up radically in a very short period of time that had nothing to Um, do with it just before they went up they went down real low and then they came up really fast and hard and that to cause this uh, financial western collapse. No, it didn't. Uh, you can do it with uh, energy products here in the US because the dollar is tied to oil. No, it's, it's an not. Oil back dollar. And so
1: um, uh, Okay, first slide. The US dollar is not tied to oil. The petrodollar is. The petrodollar is the international currency, exchange currency that we use for international transactions to purchase oil. That is not the U.S. dollar. The U.S. dollar is a separate internal funding tra- transaction fu- exchange medium. That's what it is. The petrodollar is a different dollar. Our dollar that we exchange here in the US, although it looks the same, is not always used for international exchanges based on oil. So that simply is not true. Now what he's talking about earlier is he's talking about the uh, collapse of the Soviet Union where basically we printed a whole shit ton of rubles for them and we choked them on their own money. And he's right about that. And what he's saying is, oh, there's a danger that that could happen here in the U.S. Now, if we go forward with these nasty, horrible things,
0: Nasara and Jasara, just keep we listening. We got, you know, flooded and then we got to starve. It's a common theme with these currencies. Now you come to this moment in time. Here we are today. Uh, people are talking Nasara, Gasara. Um one of the things they want to talk about, okay, so the fed bankers and everybody else are setting the setups. They've got these huge interest rates on currency. It's a, it's a scam, which it is uh, charging is interest on money that uh, they just print. And it's not even anything of substance. They're just regulating the market. They're controlling the market. Well, they're controlling it with a boom, bust cycle. So the idea is uh, all of those, interest rates that were being charged on money for the government, for everything else, and bank loans, etc., are all fraudulent. So just shut it all down, stop it, don't pay anymore. If you do that, um, you wipe out the dollar, is what you really do. You cancel all those debts, but you also destroy the ability to do business. And then I know there's people wanna argue about that, great.
1: Wrong, lie, there's two more lies in here, okay? First of all, the fiat currency is not based on nothing, all right? Our paper dollar that we use internally in the U.S. is not worthless. It is printed on paper, but it used to be backed by gold and silver until Nixon took us off the gold standard. But guess what? In the 1933 Gold Act, when they took away all the gold and silver, they changed the law, excuse me, and the law now shows that it is backed by the good credit and economic energy of the people of the United States of America. And exactly how did they do that? I don't know, but when he says, the I do know, I'll tell you later. When he says that the currency, the paper currency doesn't have any value, he is not telling you the truth. Money is not printed by the government and created out of thin air. It is based on a thing of value. And that thing of value is you, your body, your good credit, your creative and commercial energy. So that is another lie that he's telling you right now. Let's go on.
0: You know, you got professors, they can all argue all they want. The reality is in that uh disruption um, with uh the debt infrastructure that we have in america uh in the west really all across the world what you'd really do is you would create a hiccup that would last uh probably decades in order to correct and the amount of death the destruction to economies around the world because you couldn't do transactions smoothly. Well, you could do some big ones. Really big people could do it, but uh, the average person, the smaller persons, the smaller businesses would be destroyed in the process. Plus you have a lot of people um, that rely on um, some type of a cash flow. So what you really would do in in wiping the slate clean uh, is you would wipe out all the other people that have honest debt,
1: Uh, I said early on. Okay. This also is not true. This is another lie that he's perpetuating on you. Okay. If we reset the dollar. If we started over again with a new dollar, a new paper currency backed by gold or silver or assets or oil or coal or natural gas or the people's full faith and credit of the United States or whatever it was backed on, it would not be worthless and you would still be able to do exchanges. And guess what? If suddenly there was a shortage of dollars, if there was inflation, in the dollar, and it became less valuable, the current dollar, you could replace it with the new dollar, you could do exchanges for gold and silver, or guess what? You could use the new, most effective means of exchange, which is the so-called crypto currency. But he's trying to convince you that all those are a bad thing, and that if the banksters do not get paid off on their loan, which I'm going to explain to you in a minute, is all fraud, then guess what? That would cause a decades-long hiccup in our economy. No it wouldn't. It's a lie. And I'm going to tell you why in a minute. Meanwhile, let's let him dig himself a little deeper.
0: Before Trump came into office, that uh, before he even announced that he was running for president, I said if he does run for president, if he (sighs) does... okay, they lose him there for a sec. Uh, All of a sudden, whatever money or assets, I should say, is there, ends up getting diluted so far that, uh, uh, and and to people that maybe didn't have real skin in the game. So what a judge will do, a good judge, will go through, look at um, who the persons were that put real wealth, uh, real substance into whatever entity was involved, or a transaction uh, operation was going on and they'll try to decide who the people were that were the uh, uh, had real skin in the game and get them restored people with uh, first mortgages on a property maybe have people that came in and loans later um, but the people with with the real uh, asset need and, and and first in line need to be protected first and so uh um my contention was that trump uh himself, himself having gone through a couple of bankruptcies in business um mm-hmm. and he did those in a compartmentalized way those assets went bankrupt within their own operations but didn't take him personally up because they were um, um structured in a way that compartmentalized the risk to the asset that was involved uh which is a smart way of doing business um, so here in America, uh, we have all these uh, debts, banker debts, etc., as a country based on this fraud on the currency operation. And uh, so there's a good argument to be made that a lot of those really do need to be forgiven um, to the American people in mass. And in fact, that the Federal Reserve operation um, needs to be shut down, uh, mm-hmm. shut off. That's not the same as shutting off all debt, and even within the banks, there may be aspects of the debt that need to be forgiven. But uh, there's contract law involved. It's a, it's a bit more complex than most people want to you know get in the weeds about. But if you if you don't maintain some form of contract law uh, settlement agreements, um, you wipe out the average person and the really big guys, uh, are even tougher and stronger. So let me use an example. Uh, let's say that you have a suspicion that something like Gasara and is about to come. What would you do? You say you're, all the bank debts going to be forgiven. Okay. So I'd go out and I'd leverage all the bank debt I could possibly get. I would find I would get every <coughs> loan I could get on the planet, public, private, anything. And then when Gassar and happens, the people that were leveraged the most, the very people that most people would say are scamming us and, and take us over, they'd get all the assets. No, they wouldn't.
1: You need to stop lying, Wayne Williot. You need to fucking stop lying right now. Here's why. Oh, Contract law. Well, guess what? Any contract is null and void if it is engaged in under threat, duress, or fraud. Let me tell you something right now. Every single contract that you have signed, every mortgage, every credit card are fraud. So here's what he's trying to convince you. He's trying to convince you that, oh, the bank loaned you money for your house. So if Nasara Jasara comes along, and forgives that debt to that bank entity then because the bank is the one that has the skin in the game they get your house and you get thrown on the street bull i can't say it because i'm on facebook bs that is a lie the bank does not own your house they do not give you money to buy your house so where does the money come from Well, let me show you where the money comes from. The money comes from your own personal account at the Federal Reserve Bank. Okay, that's where all money comes from. Let's go through and look at a few things. Remember this from Friday's show where I got a tax return, they gave me back my own money. Uh, the other day, and it said deposit from Republic Treasury, Republic Trust, Federal Reserve, blah, 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 because we're transitioning to a new republic. Well, guess what? Under a republic, which we are, all money is personally owned and created. It cannot be created by banks. So guess this is what happens when you are born. A birth certificate is created. That birth certificate is a bank note. It is a financial note that is turned into a security that is grouped together with all the other people born in your birth year. That is then sold on the open market as a financial security. And accounts are open for you through the DTCC and other companies in the united states treasury under your name and a new social security number this is the front blue public social security number it's got your name it's got the name of your straw man it's got your social security number and it's got your wet ink signature the reason it has to have your signature is so that it can be monetized on the back of your social security card and i apologize i don't have mine with me right now you will find another number The first is a letter. That letter F is going to correspond to a Federal Reserve Bank. There are 10 districts. F, I believe, is Atlanta, the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta. And the nine numbers after that are your account number at that Federal Reserve Bank. So whenever you apply for a loan, a quote loan, a mortgage, a credit card, whether they turn you down for the loan or not, here's what they do. They take your positive social security number, they take it to the local Federal Reserve window, and they say, hey, Mike Barra wants to borrow $565,000 to buy a nice little three bedroom house in Vegas. So what they do in the Federal Reserve is they go and they look under this account number, some of it's blocked out here, at that Federal Reserve E, I think is Atlanta, as a matter of fact. And they say, yeah, Mike Barra is valued at $10 billion right now. That's how much he's worth. Oh, and by the way, each one of these cards, there's one card for each Federal Reserve Bank District. And I'm worth $10 billion or $11 billion on each one of them. That's how much money I create. And when Mike Barra puts his signature down, By the way, if you ever look at your checkbook, you want to look at your checkbook, take a look at the, uh, remember this expression, you know, sign on the dotted line? Yeah. Take a really, really close look at the dotted line. The reason it's dotted is because it says authorized signature. What you're doing is you are authoring or creating money when you sign. So they take your money out of your account, At the Federal Reserve, and then they take it and they pay for the house. And then the bank tells you that you have to pay them back with interest the value of the home plus the interest payments. And oh, maybe the government will throw taxes in there. Now, if they want to print more money, They're going to print money, guess what, right out of your bank account. They don't print money out of thin air. They print it out of your credit account at the Federal Reserve. That's what these numbers are. The extra letters and numbers that they've added on behind the nine, that's new stuff because they've been printing so much money, they're off the scale. So the fact is, is the banks don't hold any assets. They force you to sign a piece of paper as part of your mortgage process that says, I understand that I am giving the bank an interest, a share in property that I already own. I guarantee you, if you look at your paperwork, you will find that piece of paper in there and they made you sign that. So every mortgage is bank fraud. Every credit card is bank fraud. And so guess what? When the Jassara comes along and says, that debt is no longer value, va- uh, valid because it was all fraud. The bank doesn't own your home. You do because it was always yours in the first place. So it's lie after lie after lie. And what this guy is trying to do, what Juan O'Savin is trying to do, is he's trying to convince you that the same old debt system that has ripped off every American and indeed every person on this planet for hundreds of years if not thousands of years, needs to stay in place. Otherwise, the little guy will get hurt. Well, let me ask you this. How exactly would I be hurt if the mortgage on my first house and the mortgage on my condo in in Seattle and uh, my third mortgage, suddenly all that money was given back to me? With interest, by the way, in terms of fiat dollars. How would I be hurt by suddenly having a couple million dollars in my bank account? Uh, I wouldn't be hurting, and neither would you, and it wouldn't cause inflation. But then listen to what he says
0: after this. Because they'd get them free and clear. They wouldn't know anything. No, they wouldn't. You're they a fucking liar. The liar. They have the factories, they have all the stuff. That, that doesn't quite compute correctly. Um, uh, and the little guy isn't any better off.
1: Yes, he is. And he owns his property. So, uh, he owns the uh, car. He owns whatever he bought. Of,
0: you know, into the weed stuff. He
1: owns the water Star water. Trek yeah. bottle yeah. opener, enterprise bottle opener that, the that he bought with that credit stuff. card.
0: Well, I'm just going to tell you, it is that complicated. It's more complicated than a lot of people want to admit. So it's much better to steer a moving ship. Uh, oh. the, the basic theory behind Gassara the and the Sara is stop the ship dead in the water in the middle of a a hurricane and let the hurricane drive you wherever it wants to go. No. We need to keep the ship moving so you have steerage. You have a minimum speed in any condition where you have steerage and actually can maintain control of the ship. So. Oh, okay.
1: So get what he's saying here. Oh, okay. What Nasara-Jasara is, is it would stop the ship from moving. Gee, does that sound familiar to anybody? Anybody remember any ship stop recently that might have been in the news? And then you just let it drift in the hurricane. So you gotta have steerage. Here's what he's saying. Is he saying that the elites, the banking insiders, the people like him, that have screwed this system and this planet up for the last hundreds if not thousands of years, need to stay in charge. Because otherwise, things would be crazy radical. You know what he's talking about when he talks about a hurricane? He's talking about the free market. He's talking about you and me having the power to decide what's valuable. Not the elitist snobs like him and the crowd that he walks with. And the people that go to their movie premieres in Vegas. And the buffoons with, you know, the the, take steroids and have the fucking Hulk Hogan mustaches. That's what he's talking about. Those people need to be in charge because they're better than us. No, the free market is always what leads to prosperity because people choose what is best for them. So he's literally arguing that we should get rid of the deep state and the bad guys and replace them with a new deep state, a benevolent fascist group like his that will run things for the peasants like you and me, who just can't make our own decisions. If we made our own decisions, that would be bad. You know why it would be bad? Because people like him couldn't control us anymore. And I got news for you, pal. Read my book, The Choice. You're not going to be able to stop this. We are ultimately going to have control over our own destinies, whether you like it or not. The only choice you have left, pal, is whether or not you're gonna go along with what the people choose as opposed to trying to impose your new system on top of the old, ugly, corrupt, broken system. That's not gonna happen. Now, let's continue.
0: We have to have a certain velocity or flow. Velocity, flow. And then make adjustments. Yeah, can't have people making their own choices. The US government, treasury, has to take control of the printing of our uh, currency and the valuing of it uh, towards silver and gold back from this private banking organization. Trump started that uh, over a year ago Mm -hmm. uh, at the beginning of this COVID crisis when he moved all Treasury, uh, all uh, Federal Reserve operations back under the direct authority of the head of the uh, um, Treasury. And that person answers to the President and so uh the basis has been laid to um uh seize control from this private uh banking organization Mm -hmm. uh back to the exclusive control of the us government um as it is we just reduced interest rates down to
1: okay so again he doesn't want the people to be in control of the system he wants to get rid of the fed but he wants the control to be under the u.s government which is guys like him that's what he's saying not under the control of the people under the control of the government who are just a few people the patrician class like who think that they know better how to run things than we do in our own lives okay let's go on and listen just a little further
0: very, very small um, fraction, and uh, the, the way's been set, but it hasn't technically, um, legally been uh, completed, which probably involves some type of an act of Congress or executive order. Um, and if you wonder why there's these global operations so frantically against anything Trump, they know that that's exactly what uh, he had planned. Um, uh, so, you know, the question is, will that be completed or not? Um, my contention is that, yes, it will. And uh, part of that next step, then, is not to stop using the dollar, not the destruction of the dollar, not the um, elimination of the dollar, but a uh, shoring up of the dollar by dialing in some um, resources to back the dollar beyond foreign oil, uh, domestic oil production, and the dollar tied to oil still, the protection of the free flow of oil in the world um, makes sense. And it made sense. That's why the dollar was staying strong during a uh, Trump administration. We moved oil production back on shore and weren't spending all of our money on military offshore to protect other people's flow of oil, essentially primarily Rockefellers with- uh, uh,
1: now. This part actually makes a little bit of sense because what we're saying here, he's really, guys, only seven likes? Come on, give me some more likes here. What he's really saying here is, oh, we can't let the dollar collapse. Well, the dollar wouldn't collapse if you got rid of all of the fraudulent debt. It wouldn't collapse. It would simply be replaced by a new dollar, a new dollar which would be backed by gold, silver, coal, oil, natural gas, assets of the American people, and it would become instantly more valuable than the current, fi- current fiat dollar. The dollar does need to die. The current fiat petrodollar needs to die. Please like, subscribe, and um, ring a little bell.
0: Uh, Aramco, Arab American Oil Corporation, which the American side is standard oil. Technically. So uh, at the end of the day, uh, we're not going to protect some private uh, family interest group um, with our military, our State Department, um, uh, to do their bidding offshore and keep them wealthy outside the United States against our own interests. We're moving it back home. First thing Biden does, he gets in office amongst his executive orders, is uh, start shutting down oil production in America and moving it back offshore. Because it's the globalists that uh, that need um, that crowd around Biden. You know, when you elect a president, you don't elect just one person. It's the crowd around him. And that crowd wants production to take place offshore, outside the United States, where they control the people and the manufacture of the wealth and the taxes and everything else in ways that suit their purposes and uh, put it to the American people. I mean, I is it? Is are you clicking on some of this is it, it, Oh, absolutely. All of that. Okay. No, so the, they don't have a clue what you're talking uh, about. real quick before I really switch on further. So part of this whole thing, besides Gassara and Asara, forgive all the debt, stop everything. You're going to kill billions potentially. No, you're not. Uh, with that crap. And anybody that doesn't understand that doesn't understand, doesn't understand, doesn't understand. Yes, that. I do. Yes, the I do. Soviet, yes, I do. It does not exist anymore russia as a country does but the soviet union does not exist because their currency collapsed and they became beholden to the west in order to do what they had to do to bail themselves out we worked with them but it was it was brutal um and the crowd that came in and worked with them instead of sending over missionaries and christian operations etc we sent them playboy and we sent them a western mob to work with their mob uh to further exploit the russian people it was brutal um a collapse of our currency here uh gassara and gasara. the mob is the one that really will win that day it'll be the financial mob and the people that are highly leveraged that have had all the political uh opportunity to get in and get highly leveraged it won't be the average guy on the uh, in the street and the yes, I will. loss of momentum no in the economy there won't be any loss uh, literally it'll boom to buy and sell smoothly uh no kill millions no um, no well that, it's a lie the original plan was um had uh, hillary won it's my contention was that they would in fact uh, collapse the dollar but they were going to have the digital currency <laughs> there in the wings to own the day had hillary won uh you have seen bitcoin another thousand uh a coin way 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 early in this whole operation in the in that administration probably within the first year and all those seers and profits that were predicting hundred thousand dollar bitcoin would have been absolutely correct and it would have been hundred thousand going on a million um in that questionable moment because they would have seen what was coming and even where people thought they were going to get money on the dinar and on the zimbabwe uh, currency um, and they were going to make uh, trillions and gazillions and they're going to buy jets and satellites and space platforms and, you know, medical, everything. And, and part of the whole scam there uh, for those people that are way inside, most people don't know this, but other people way inside there in that, okay, yeah, you had to, in order to redeem your currency at the mm-hmm. bank, you had to have a charitable plan that met certain criteria, so everybody that talks about the DNR the Zabavi and all that, they all had to have a very detailed plan. Lie. They were going to spend the money for the good of mankind. Lie. And then they'd have extra mm-hmm. leftover. So they're going to do a children's camp. They're going to do a, a vet's camp. They're going to do 50 other things. Okay. And so and then there will only be so many hours to redeem it because of the way that rules were written. Okay. So let's just think about that for a second. So, it's a very tight window. You're going to get this emergency call. You're going to have hours to go redeem it. And you have to have a plan already put together to qualify. In other words, Mm -hmm. it's their club. They had a little scam going. And then by the time you get there in line, oh, the windows closed, the opportunity's over with, a couple people would get to do something, but only their little club members, the Secret Handshake crowd, the Skill and Bones crowd, uh, the Orange Orangemen crowd, the, the, the crowd that's uh, been pretty set up. It was a scam, it's a Ponzi scheme, it's musical chairs. They were gonna get in there first, they'd get their trillions, they'd get their gold and silver uh, cashed out to turn their currency into whatever and into digital currency and Bitcoin and everything else. By the time you get there, up oh, too late. And I-
1: okay, so this is the last lie that I'm really going to talk about here, and, and then I'm going to really spill out some truth on you guys. What he's talking about is what's known as the global currency reset, which you may have, have read about, which is different than the great reset, the root of the global currency reset was in the 1980s in what's called the Reagan-Mitterrand Protocols, where the president of France, Francois Mitterrand, and President Ronald Reagan sat down and said, okay, the fiat currency system is going to go bankrupt. And it's going to be sooner rather than later. It's going to be 40 or 50 years out, and we need to plan for it now. So what are we going to do? So they set aside a lot of different things to do with the fiat currencies. And the main thing was, is we need to go to a system that is asset-backed, not gold-backed. There are people who are like, oh, there's not enough gold in the world to go back to the gold standard. That's true, but you can also base your currency on other things like oil. Like, who, gee, who has a lot of oil? Um, gosh, I don't know, Iraq? Does Iraq have oil? Gee, what did we do? We used 9-11 as an excuse to invade Iraq and now suddenly we have control of all of Iraq's oil. Gee, really, could that be used to back a currency? Mm, Yeah, maybe it could. So he's trying to tell you that foreign currencies are a Ponzi scheme and that cryptocurrencies are deep state. Okay, these two statements are lies. They are flat lies. Let's talk about a little bit about the nature of the fiat currency, the money. Despite his best efforts to defend the interest of his banking buddies here, the fact is is that Nasara Jassara would wipe out all debt, nobody would get hurt by it, people would prosper. And he's saying, well, you wouldn't be able to have a means of exchange. Yeah, you would. You'd have the new dollars. You'd also have gold and silver. What people don't know is okay. Right now, I'm trying to look. I'm thinking, what is our current debt, Uh, the U.S. national debt? Everybody's always talking about that. Oh, let's look. Right now, it's twenty-eight trillion, one hundred and forty-four billion, four hundred and seventy-four million, yeah, dollars, and it's going up constantly. Well, guess what? Do you owe that? You owe nine hundred and seventeen thousand dollars per taxpayer. No, you don't. It's private debt owned to a private bank because of the use of cash, currency. That entire debt is paper. It can be paid off with 1.999 piece of gold or silver that is stamped out of the mint with the denomination of $28 trillion written on the front of it. See this? This says, what, $1? What does it say? Something like that. No. All you do is stamp $28 trillion on there, you walk up to the Federal Reserve, you hand them this real money, and you say all of your fake money is paid off. Thanks very much for the last 120 years of misery. Get the hell off our lawn. That's all you have to do. And that is all wiped out. And the only people hurt are the people that have been making fiat money hand over fist for the last 110, 120 years. So that is a lie. Um, in terms of exchanging, well, you have the new dollars you could exchange with, you could exchange with gold and silver, you could exchange with something new called cryptocurrencies. Remember he's talking about, oh, $100,000 Bitcoin. Well gosh, without Hillary Clinton's influence, look at Bitcoin, it went over $60,000 today. Bitcoin's doing pretty well. And there's a whole ton of other cryptos out there. Means of exchange, Litecoin is on a roll. XRP, that might be the deep state coin. We don't like that one. You know, there's other, the fact is that some of these coins in here are actually not based on vapor. He goes on to say, oh, this is just all vaporware. No, it's not. There are actual technologies backing some of these coins, technologies that are going to completely redefine the internet, among many other things. So here's what he's trying to convince you of during the course of, uh, sorry, I'm not sharing. Here's what he's trying to convince you of during the course of this conversation, which is really what got my blood boiling. There's there's Bitcoin right now. Uh, Ethereum's number two. Here's XRP. What he's trying to convince you of is that if your debts are forgiven, the bank is going to own all your stuff because it's their stuff. No. It's your stuff that was bought with your money out of your account at the Federal Reserve, which was set up by the New Deal in 1933 when they took away all the real money, all the gold and silver and made you buy everything on credit. So it doesn't go to them. It goes to you. That's one lie. Number two, uh, you have to have, you have to be steering the boat. You have to steer the ship. It's a really interesting parable that use there. You can't let the ship just go wherever it wants. Yes, you can. It's called the free market. And whenever people have freedom, they make better choices for themselves than elitists like, and snobs like Wano Sabin would make for you. So don't believe that lie. Cryptocurrencies are the mark of the beast, according to him. Um, No, there are means of exchange that doesn't include bankers and the banking system. So that means you and I can do an exchange. I can give you Bitcoin and you can give me a house. And yes, people have bought houses with their Bitcoin. They have bought cars with their XRP. They have cashed in on all kinds of other stuff with Litecoin. And many of these... Coins, these tokens, are based on legitimate future technologies that are far more innovative than what is currently being fed to us through the banking cartels. The cryptocurrency share right now, the current U.S. economy in 2020 was 20, almost $21 trillion. $2 trillion is the current market cap for cryptos. Where is it? Current market cap cap 2.06 trillion we're already almost a tenth in the cryptos we're almost a tenth of the u.s economy the debt is all phony it can be paid off with a single one ounce 0.999 gold or silver coin in the correct denomination it means nothing so what we have here is we're looking at an economic future which way is it gonna go which at which way do we want to go and let me just put this in as an example I am NOT giving you financial advice I am telling you what I am doing and what is really going to happen number one I have gold I have silver I have cryptos I have foreign currency he's trying to convince you that if you have a foreign currency let's say just for shits and giggles you have the vietnamese money and it goes from fractions of a penny to five cents and your million dong is now worth a million dollars that that hurts america no it doesn't it only hurts the fiat currency against which it is judged And that currency needs to go away and be replaced by a new and better currency. So he's told you lie after lie after lie. He's trying to convince you that a free market economy is bad. That the ship must be steered by elite snobs like him and his banker friends who helped him figure out how to put his Aston Martin in a trust. So if he wrecked it and killed somebody, he doesn't get sued. That's who he wants to maintain in control. So this has gone far enough. What I do is I have a little bit of everything. And what I want everybody to know is that all of this stuff, the histor- the history, all the debt that you owe is in fact not debt at all. They gave you your own money and tried to convince you that it was theirs. So Nassara needs to happen, Jasara needs to happen. And if these guys think that they're gonna do this fiat currency exchange and they're gonna cheat people out of what they've earned, the five million people who've been following, you know, all the invasions in history and how all the currencies were reset, they they got another thing coming if they think they're gonna get away with that. And what's important to understand is it's not just the deep state who's against us. Sometimes the people who pretend or want to believe that they're on our side are against us, too. And that's what my message is tonight. Do not trust these people. Now, in terms of the currency thing, just look at the history. After World War II, we had to rebuild Europe. There was something called the Marshall Plan. How was that paid back? I'll tell you how it was paid back. We printed the German new currency, the Deutschmark, for the Germans. And suddenly one day they woke up and said, well, after 10 years of hyperinflation, our currency is now worth $3.96 against the US dollar. Boom! All the Marshall Plan money was paid back in Deutschmarks. Write that off the books. When we invaded Kuwait in 1991, we canceled the old dinar. Then the U.S. printed the new dinar for the Kuwaiti, the Kuwaiti dinar. Gosh, suddenly around 1998, all of a sudden it went from being fractions of a penny to being $3.20 some cents against the U.S. dollar, the, uh, the Kuwaiti dinar. And you know what happened after that? All of a sudden we had a budget surplus. Gosh, how did that happen? So when we went bankrupt, when the US went bankrupt, through bankruptcy, international bankruptcy in 1999 for the fourth time, 1789, when the Constitution, which is a financial document, was created, 1859, when we started the Civil War, 1929, when we collapsed the economy, had the stock market crash, pushed in the New Deal and started World War II. And then 1999, when we had 9-11 and the Iraq War. What do you think the plan was in Iraq? Gee, guess who's been printing the Iraqi money since 2003 for the Iraqis? Guess what it's worth now? Mm, fractions of a penny. One 86, ten thousandths of a cent is what it's worth. What do you think's going to happen when it suddenly is worth a dollar? Two dollars. Three dollars. With all that oil, the sea of oil that Iraq swims on top of, What's it really worth? $16? $22? Oh, no. But he's trying to convince you that that's a scam. So don't do that, right? All I'm telling you is everything he said tonight in this report, and it wasn't tonight, it was a couple days ago, about finances is a lie. He's trying to get you to be discouraged and to not want Nassara and Jassara Push back. Because it is the right thing to do. It's money that's owed to the American people. Hit me with the likes. Hit me with the subscribes. So that is the primary message that I wanted to convey tonight. Let's see what anybody might want to say about it. Um, Oh, no audio from the clip. I hope there's some audio from the clip. So the dollar is clap, but Bitcoin is worth sixty crap. Is worth sixty thousand. Okay. Yeah, Juan has made negative statements about Nasara in other interviews too. Yeah, you know why? Because his banker buddies don't like it because they're not going to get paid on their fraud after having been paid for the last couple hundred years. Uh, cryptocurrencies seem over my head for understanding. Well, if you have a PayPal account, you can get some. There's a little tab that says crypto. Just start putting money in there. That's one way to do it. Did Bitcoin all start with the silk road? Yes, something along those lines. Something along those lines. Um, I think if Juan is part of the crowd that's been shut out during go time and is now winging it on any topic. Yeah, I agree. Whatever's going on, they are not on the inside anymore, if they ever were. I don't think either, so... Glenn's here. JS Pop is here. Why won't we show his face? But we, you know, look, he's he needs to be private. Look, this this is a guy I know. I've hung around with a little bit. I've previously liked. I'm now a little frustrated. Like his boots, peasants. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean. I mean. He's. He, so stealing is legal now, Alaskan Dan says, yeah, what he was saying in that story, oh, any good judge is going to make sure that the right people get paid, the people with skin in the game. Banks don't have any skin in the game, in anything, in any credit card. You do. It's all your money coming out of your account at the Federal Reserve. And why doesn't he want you to know that? I'll tell you why. Because they want to continue the same system after they get in charge. And they want to continue to lie about it. Whereas if they would take the shackles off and let us go, let my people go, this country and this planet would explode in prosperity. And that's going to happen anyway. It can't be stopped no matter what they try to do. Uh, Oh, hey, Dave Barris here. I'm, I'm sorry I got so pissed off, but I just... Got furious because he's got, he can't be that stupid. He's got to know that everything he said in that was a lie. He has to know. If he doesn't know, then I'd be glad to sit down with him and explain it to him. Is he supposed to be a mouthpiece for Trump? Self appointed, maybe. Self appointed. How did Juan start? Juan was has been a private investigator for fairly, pretty powerful people for a long time and done a very good job. JFK Jr. is gonna show up any day now. Well, there are some hints in that direction. A few more Vincent Fusca things going on. Uh, is this a 180 degree turn for Juan or has he been against this from the beginning? He really hasn't ever mentioned it, but now that he's starting to mention it, he's now in my territory. If gold was sixty three thousand an ounce, there would be enough. Yeah. Um, here's another thing. At the end of that thing, that the stupid host, who's just a, I forget the guy's name, but he's a complete dumb shit. Um, you know, he's like buy gold. No, don't buy gold. Silver is a lot more scarce, even though there are a lot of hidden reserves of silver. It's a lot more scarce. It's way undervalued, and it's used. This is not financial advice. And it's used in a lot of uh, industrial applications. I, I have more silver than gold, by both. Dave Barris proud of me. That never happens. So how do we get about get go about getting a hold of our own money? Well, I'll tell you a story. Once I figured this out and I had a social security card, I went to an online site to pay a credit card. And I looked up the Federal Reserve Bank. It had an E on it. So it was Atlanta, right? I'm like, oh, Atlanta. Okay, so <clears throat> what's the, um, you know, what's the uh, ACH code? What's the transaction code for the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta? And I got it. So where it said, you know, give me your bank's tracer code. I typed it in. And then they asked him for the account number. And I'm like, okay, I'll take these red nine red digits without the E. <laughs> Click. Balance, zero, stayed that way for a week. And then all of a sudden they came back and they said, oh, oh wait a minute, you can't do that. You, uh, you, you can't pay out of that account. And I'm like, well, why not? And I went back and forth with them. And then they started to say, well, you owe so much that money. And I said, well, no, I already paid you that money. And then they just completely dropped it. They closed my account and I never heard from them again. Pretty interesting stuff. I'm not telling anybody to do that. Because I do not give financial advice.
0: <sighs>
1: okay, wh- what do you buy? Go to a pawn shop to buy silver and gold. Go to a pawn shop and or go to a coin dealer. There are some local people. It's going to cost you a bit of a premium, but go buy it from them. When Barra was in Egypt's land, let my people go. Um. Yeah, I, I would say fine. It's okay to like one. I'm not saying I don't like him, but I have had enough of the bullshit. Um, are the silver Trump coins worth anything? If they're pure 0.999 silver, Pamela, and they are one ounce, absolutely. well, they don't have to be one ounce, but yeah, they're worth something. Sure. As long as it's really silver. Now, um, a lot of this... Um, ooh, I didn't know Tuggy was here. A lot of this is um, kind of off the cuff because I just was listening to this, literally listening to this in the car and uh, getting more and more furious because what he's telling people is disinformation. So, I mean, look, let's face facts, guys. What's really going on here is I I think he's trying to cover for the people that want to keep the system the same with guys like him on top and the rest of us at the bottom have yeah, a 10 ounce Mount Trump War bar well good for you 10 ounce so all right that's what I got for you guys tonight I didn't plan on doing a show on Saturday but this got my blood boiling and I got so pissed at all the BS and yeah I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt and say he just doesn't know what he's talking about but um, it, it, the opposite means that he is they' tr- there the if if he does know the truth, And yet he still said these things that he said, what that means is, is that his group are trying to replace the old broken, corrupt system with an equally broken and corrupt system. So that's not going to work. All right. New comments. What happened to Jennifer? Did she go away? All right, not Jen Jen, but Jennifer. All right, guys, that's it. That's what I got for you tonight. I'm going to go have some dinner and drink some more beer. Um, I buy gold. I buy silver. I have crypto. And I have foreign currency. And I have cash. So I have all five. So that's what I'm doing. All right, guys, thank you. I will see you Monday morning for the Monday morning show with Jen. Maybe we can ask a few more questions. Maybe we can ask if he really believed any of the BS that he spewed out tonight. All right. Excuse me. Love you guys. See you Monday. I'm gonna go drink some more beer. Have a great night. Bye.